Welcome, friends, to another episode of the All The Things Podcast. I'm Lauren Pryor, here with my co-host, Anne-Marie Rosa, and together we have 25 years of business owning experience and five kids ranging in age from 6 to 22. We are all the things, and we've come together to create a supportive space for mamas who own their own businesses or are thinking of starting a business. We will brighten your day with tips and tricks for motherhood and life as an entrepreneur. Our hope is that more than anything, you will find a friend in us here, but also that you leave with some inspiration, ideas, and stories that might resonate with you wherever you might be in your motherhood and entrepreneurial journey. So grab your favorite beverage, turn the volume up, and let's dive right into this life of ours by design. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. It's actually afternoon. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I am. um, Did I tell you that I was? um, Well, I've been the last couple of years, uh, like cleaning out like my makeup and my uh, just my whole beauty routine to like non toxic products and all that stuff. Yeah. So like it happened. It actually started for me before COVID. Um, where I was introduced to this makeup line. It's, it was called Ilia. Have you heard oh, of yeah, it? I have I have totally heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I've been using them for several years now since before COVID and, uh, it's all clean, cruelty-free, vegan, non-toxic stuff. It's got, it's got a lot of the good stuff in it, which, you know, there are some things in there, but it's kind of like, uh, you know, like I'm not going to give up sugar, (laughs) you know, like, it's kind of like that thing there. It's, there's no product that's going to be like perfect, but Ilya is pretty darn close. So I've been using all of Ilya products for my makeup, eye stuff. Um, they have this, um, true serum skin foundation. It comes with a little dropper and you put it on. And at first you feel like it's very dewy, like very wet, but it like melts into your skin. It gives you like this glow and it has sunscreen in it, like built into it. Oh, kind of feels like you're putting on like a, it feels like you're doing your, your like face routine with it. It doesn't even feel like a foundation. Um, so anyways, love them. Then I found youth to the people. Right. So all the things that basically like Sephora has, cause I have a Sephora card <laughs> and, oh, um, I go to Sephora, I order online, I get in person, whatever. Um, so I've been slowly switching up my stuff like, uh, body wash. I'm using native brand from target. Yeah. yeah that's what we have for. Yeah. So I have deodorant that, um, and sometimes I even make my own soaps with like the, um, what is it called? The, uh, the purple soap, the cast. Oh, Dr. Bronner's Dr. Bronner's. Yep. Yeah. So sometimes I'll use 
feel like I'm not saying that right. I think so. Yeah. So I'll use that. Um, but recently I, so Ashley Tisdale, I think is her name. So she like, my kids love the high school musical and all of that. She was on that there as this character Sharpay, I think was her name. Was her name Sharpay? <laughs> That's hilarious. I hope I'm saying it right. Is that the name of like a dog? That is like, the name of a dog. That's oh probably why okay. it's funny though. <laughs> yeah. I hope I'm getting it right. But I think that was her name in the show. Anyways, long story short, she has a new line out in Target. And it's called Frenchie, being Frenchie. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm usually not like a get a celebrity brand type, like, oh my God, they have something like J-Lo or whatever. Like, I don't, I just like what's good and what, like, I look at the ingredients. This stuff is amazing. I'm impressed. What does it do? What is it? So this, I have a hand serum in this. It's called Citrus Amber Awaken and Uplift, but her entire brand, it's all, it's clean, clean beauty, clean stuff. Um, And it's based on um, like mood science scent technology. So there's like four or five different scents, I think. And they all kind of do something different. So the evening one is like lavender. Oh, it's It's like a lavender collection. Uh Yeah. And she's got bath bombs in there and body wash and hand, uh, like a, a body spray. I was initially looking for like, I was like, okay, well, I got to break up with Bath and Body Works. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And break so um, I was looking for a body spray and I found her stuff and this stuff is good. Okay. But what is it? Is it a moisturizer? Is it this a is a, this is a hand cream, but the collection, like each collection for each scent comes with like, she's got a, like each collection comes with like a candle, a perfume, a hand lotion, a body lotion. There's a scrub, uh, that I have in citrus Amber that is I like citrus Amber. Oh, I like Amber. You want to eat it. Like if you could smell this through the screen. I can kind of smell it in my mind. (laughs) I like Amber. It's so good. Like I literally, I, and I keep going to try to get the rest of the things that are in this collection for Citrus Amber. And it's like constantly sold out at Target. I I only have the hand cream and the, the uh, body scrub, which is also a scalp scrub. So you can put it on your body and you can also put it in your hair. Hmm. Yeah. And it makes your hair so soft. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It's good. But anyways, I wanted to tell you about that because you're always talking about like, Anne-Marie is always introducing me to all the new things. Well, <laughs> there you go. The more go I tell go. you that, the more you have to tell me new things. Now I have, so, now I'm obligated. You just need to keep feeding me all the products. Yeah. Just I just did a whole commercial them. on good. this. I'm good if, for that. If being Frenchie wants to sponsor us, like <laughs> I, I'm all, I'm here for it. Cause this stuff is good. Right. I do want to smell that smell. I'm going to have to go and hunt it down. No, now. go get it. Like, seriously, it's so good. I will. And we, uh, you know, speaking of where we will be speaking of gratitude, I am always grateful for your tips and tricks that you're handing down to me. Aww. You always right. try things out and then you find all the good stuff and you're like, yes, here's the good stuff. Yeah. 
good. It's like little, good. It's like little Easter eggs. You're just like, here's an Easter egg on this day, and here's an Easter egg on this day. Little yeah. Surprises. I love it. I love it. Yes. And I'm grateful that uh, we're doing this podcast together. I know it's fun to be able to do that and talk to you regularly and actually like yes. see you on the screen. Cause I know, I know it's moving and the whole we transition process can be huh? COVID without being able to really see anybody. I feel like, yeah. And being able to actually see one of your best girlfriends like regularly on the screen is really such a blessing, but yeah, yeah. we definitely, you know, with Thanksgiving upcoming, uh, we wanted to talk about, cultivating an attitude of gratitude. Um, yes, especially as it applies to the entrepreneur mom. Um, mm-hmm. and so for Thanksgiving, do you have any traditions that you do every year that are specific to gratitude in your family? Yeah. So, um, I like, I'm like the corny mom, so I love hosting, Um, I love tablescapes like that, like a good tablescape. You've got me on board. So a part of our tablescape for Thanksgiving is I do the little cheesy card on each place setting with like, what are you grateful for? So my family can fill out. And like, I love going around the table and having everybody read that. You leave a little pen on their plate or what? Everybody yeah, a little pen on the table, pens on the table and everybody fills it out. Sometimes we have our in-laws um, in for, I don't think we've done it with my in-laws. I don't think we've done it yet with them. It's kind of like a newer uh, Thanksgiving tradition. The last couple of years, uh, Thanksgiving has just been through the roof, like, yeah busy. And so we usually have them like try to come for like, uh, Christmas. Um, but yeah, just kind of have everybody in our family write down what they're grateful for and like talking about it and opening up like a big can of worms of emotions. I usually cry, uh, at some point or another, I do the same during new years. We talk about our goals and like, the, the crying there is like the real deal because I usually have had like one or two glasses of champagne by that point. (laughs) (laughs) So how, for how many years have you held Thanksgiving at your house and you are like the matriarch of the occasion? Like there's nobody, um, in the hierarchy above you female wise, like where, how many years has that been going on? Um, well, the last couple of years, because, uh, we, we usually, we did Thanksgiving at my mother-in-law's house, but she's in, uh, Florida and she usually comes to us like once or twice a year. (laughs) So we really do need to get our butts in gear and like get, we did have planned to go out there, but then, uh, COVID happened. And then we had another plan to go out there and, um, we move, we were moving (laughs) this year. Um, so that all changed, but, um, we did used to have Thanksgiving there with my husband's family. And I mean, but our Thanksgiving, (laughs) which I'm so grateful for, you know, you think about like gratitude and stuff and it's when you're moved and you don't have family like this hard, like I'm grateful for the time where we did have family nearby 
because it's a lot harder when you, you have to try to like create your family, you know, your, your friends and your people and your neighborhood and your like networking groups and the clients that you work with, they sort of just become family because everybody's so far away. But, um, I would say, I don't know, the last couple of years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say for anybody out there who might be listening, who has family nearby, uh, for the holidays, I think that is, um, you know, try to see that as a blessing because absolutely we spent so many years, we spent half my life, uh, in, a you know, not terribly far away, but a longer, you know, seven, eight hours away from my family. And, um, my family, my, my side of the family, not my husband's side, but my side of the family, every year we are kind of hardcore about holidays. So every single year we host, my husband and I host either Thanksgiving or Christmas. And then somebody in my family hosts the opposite one, either Thanksgiving or Christmas. So my entire like family that I grew up with, my mom and my sisters and all their husbands and all that, we spend Thanksgiving and Christmas together almost no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. So we see each other twice within that four week period, which can be really hard um, because it's so squished together and there's so much driving back and forth, especially if they were all coming to see us in Texas. It was like, Everybody descended upon my house at the same time. And it was like six adults in my house for four or five days. And that was a lot. But um, but now it's like, you know, now that we have this flexibility with our schedules where we're closer to our families, um, we can have people in our house for lunch, but not everybody's not sleeping at our house. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Which it could be overwhelming. Like you're hosting, you're making dinner, you know, you're, you're making meals and it can be hard to like multitask and host and sit down and enjoy conversations, you know, like the intentionality with the holiday is really hard. Um, and that's where like family being nearby, like it comes into play because you kind of get a little bit of break. (laughs) <laughs> you know, they can go home and they can sleep in their beds and come back the next day, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard sometimes when you get that overwhelmed during the holiday season to like really sit back and feel the gratitude and, mm-hmm. um, and to, to be really intentional about it is something that I have to, I have to think about and really focus on and try to talk to my children about ahead of time so that they don't just feel my stress and feel my, um, you know, my anxiety start building and cause they, they feed off of that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but w- we were looking at defining gratitude earlier. What did you decide, um, we were going to go with for a good uh, definer. Uh-huh. So I feel like gratitude is more so about, uh, just approaching it with an emotional appreciation for the things in life and recognizing what you have. And it's kind of like the whole, it's priceless. Like you can't, you can't really put a dollar amount on it. Mm-hmm. You can't put a dollar amount for the things that you value and the things that you're so thankful for. And in, you know, in certain situations you might be doing well financially, 
but you have to look at it as I'm grateful for being in good health Mm -hmm. to be able to work, to make the money, Mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to like, I'm thankful I made 10 sales. You know, you can be thankful for that, but it's looking at it in more of a deeper inner perspective. Like I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for, um, I have gratitude for things being in my life the way that they are so that I am able to work. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about those commercials. What were those commercials from back in the day where it would be like this thing, you know, $120, this thing, $14 being with mom priceless. Oh yeah. (laughs) What were they actually selling though? Was it like Kodak? Is that, was that like a mother's day? No, no, because it wasn't always about mom. It was just like things that were priceless. I don't remember what they were selling. And that feels like maybe it wasn't the best commercial then if I don't remember what they were selling. (laughs) (laughs) Call the marketing department right now (laughs) for that commercial. Um, I, um, I was reading about a study. So when I was researching for this, I was reading about a study at the University of California, uh, Davis. And actually, it's going to tell me that I lost my screen now that I want to read it. Um, But it was talking about gratitude journals. Have you ever kept a gratitude journal? Uh, I have a book um, or rather like a little notebook type situation. It's... um, I'm going to look it up while you're talking, but it's a good one. It, it's like a prompt, like a gratitude prompt, but it's also storytelling, like 50 something things of gratitude. I can't remember exactly. I like that it. because you don't have to, you don't just start with the blank page. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm more like if I do anything that's setting goals, intentions, gratitude, like I need some prompts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, um. So this is the, the research study at the University of California. It said participants who kept a gratitude journal just on a weekly basis, exercised more regularly, reported fewer physical symptoms, felt better about their lives as a whole, and were more optimistic about the upcoming week compared to those who also kept a journal, but wrote down the hassles they were going through or even just neutral life events. Like they were just writing down things that were happening in their life. Um, Mm. Also people who wrote, who kept gratitude lists were more likely to have made progress towards important personal goals um, Mm -hmm. over a two month period compared to subjects who didn't. Um, So I thought that was super interesting. I'm always interested in like studies that follow you know, the kind of things that we're, that we're talking about. But um, I, I think specifically for me, the things that kind of get in my way when I'm, t- when I'm thinking about keeping a journal, like I tried to keep a journal as a kid and I would just end up trying to record everything that had happened to me during the day. And it would oh take my gosh. Like two hours of writing. And I was like, who is, why do I, what am I ever going to read this again? And, um, it would just be like, you know, 45 pages of just, you know, big loopy cursive handwriting about whatever had happened that day in PE. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and I think really 
something that could be helpful to me that I thought of as a tip for both entrepreneurs and mothers to um, help to cultivate this attitude of gratitude that I'm going to try personally is having a timer, like a 30 second timer and even trying like bullet points. So instead of having to write sentences of I am feeling gratitude for, or, you know, this is a blessing in my life, just having bullet points. I don't know if that's actually the way you're supposed to do it in a gratitude journal uh, or what the rules are for that. But having like a 30 second timer where I can just bullet point out the things that I'm super grateful for or feeling really blessed about. I feel like that's a doable thing for me in my life and this particular yeah. stage in my life. And I feel like that's a, um, a goal I could set and feel like I could do it and then feel like I accomplished it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah totally. It's not overwhelming. And it's not this like nebulous, never ending journal idea. It's like, mm -hmm. you got 30 seconds. Kind of like when you were in school and you were in the English class and your teacher was like, you have a minute and a half to journal about blah, blah, blah. Go. Yeah. yeah. You know, stream of consciousness go. Uh, that's and how our minds are so like honest when we're young. So yeah. we're literally just like spilling our guts out onto a piece of paper, you know, or maybe some of us are just like trying to get through the assignment real quick. And we're just like being super basic. Yeah. Just writing <laughs> down like a list of everything you see in the classroom, just like yeah. clock, uh, chalkboard teacher, whatever to get the, through the exercise. But yeah, I think if, you know, if I had 30 second timer and could just bullet point, I think I could do it a lot easier than just the open-ended idea of journaling. Yeah. I was trying to look up the book. I, I have it somewhere in a box still. It's probably still packed, um, but it's a good one. I'm, I got like halfway through it and I don't know what happened. COVID happened, I think. And then I was like, I hate everyone. I'm not grateful for anything. <laughs> no, actually that made me more grateful. The muscle in my back laughing at you. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, my poor back. What is happening? I'm uh, I actually have two little bitty journals for my kids. They're so cute. They're the, they're like, a, it's a five year journal. Have you seen these before? And it's no one line a day okay. for five years. Oh, it's the, they're the cutest. And, um, I hardly ever remember to have my kids do it, but every once in a while something will happen. Like, you know, we went to a birthday party or we did this sleepover at aunt and uncle's house or whatever. And, uh, and then I'll have them record it in their little journal and, mm -hmm. you know, we've had it for a couple of years. So now you can kind of look back and see what happened this day, three years ago. If Oh, yeah. wow. It's like the new kind of, um, like the, uh, did you ever do like the baby's first year? Did you ever like write everything down oh, for that? I tried. That's really hard. It's hard. <laughs> it is hard. It is hard. They I did have it better for Ash because I didn't, I wasn't in real estate when Ash was born. And then mm -hmm. when Gabriel was born, I was already in real estate and I was like, man, I was moving and grooving. And I had a three and a half year old at the same time. So, you yeah. know, the, the more babies you have, I think the, the less attention you pay to that baby book. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It's so hard. It is kind of like hard to get some of that stuff filled out. We, um, we got my mother-in-law if she, I don't think she'll listen to this podcast ever, but, (laughs) but if mama Lucy is listening, we would be so grateful if she filled out her story worth book. (laughs) So we can have a story of her life. Um, which is, I, it's such a sweet thing. We got it for her for Christmas and I have myself tagged in the emails, but it gives her little prompts, like little questions about her life. And then in the end, it will create a book for us and she can insert pictures and all of that stuff. And I think partly the reason why she hasn't really filled it out is because it's technical. Uh (laughs) So we need to get together. I need to help her get through that, but like just That would like, I'm so grateful for stuff like that because how else would you, you know, know all of these things unless you like sat down and she told stories, but it'd be so nice to like have it in a kind of a book form. I'm really sad that my grandparents and my dad are all gone before I could get that kind of information. Yeah. That written down that, um, there's actually an entrepreneur that I know who has a whole company based on writing people's stories like that. Like they spend hours and hours with these people, like asking them questions and then they write a novel about the person, like a whole oh. of their life. Isn't that fascinating? Wow. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's pretty really, cool. Really cool. Her name is Olivia Spolino. Uh, and she lives in Louisiana and she has her company here, but she does it. I mean, she does these really, really cool books. Um, I wanted to ask you, well, uh, I had an, I had a quote that I wanted to share about gratitude, um, from mm-hmm. Eckhart Tolle, uh, Tall. I always say his name wrong. Um, it says acknowledging the good that you already have in your life, which is, uh, you know, being grateful, acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. And I love Ooh. that. Um, it, it's kind of goes back to the episode we were talking about before about being open to the idea that there is abundance out there. Yes. It's not, a, you know, it is a land of plenty. It's not, a, it's not the, uh, you know, the land of having to hustle because there's not enough. Um, mm. So we have grateful. all that we need. There is so much out there. It's all coming to us when we need it, when we're ready for it. Um, have you ever noticed this in your life? I've noticed this in my life and I, um, I, I've, I've questioned it before where I have actually thought in my mind, you know, like, okay, I have a space in my world. I am ready for more business. And then Mm -hmm. business arrives or the reverse where I have thought in my mind, like, Ooh, I am getting filled to the brim and I need mm-hmm. some space, but I only want like a little bit of space. Don't mm-hmm. give me too much space. Yeah. Uh, and then it happens. Have you ever, have you ever noticed? Yeah. That? So it sort of like manifests. Yeah. Where you just, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't really said it out loud that much, but mm-hmm. I have noticed that if I think on it, whatever it is that I am wanting an opening or I'm wanting more to come to me that it kind of happens. Yeah. And that like that happens because when you're feeling gratitude, it, 
it magnifies those like positive thoughts Mm -hmm. and it sort of manifests it, you know? So like, if you're thinking negatively about things, you're only going to have negative things coming back to you. Right. Whereas if you're thinking more positively about things, so when you're feeling a certain type of way where you're just like, I just want, I, I want to slow this down. Thank you. But let's, let's reel it on down. Mm-hmm. Um, I can totally see how that, you know, that perspective changes. And I feel like you're at it, like your attitude towards things also change mm-hmm. with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So what you're getting out is basically, it's kind of like a, what you're getting out is what you're, what you're putting out is what you're getting back in. Right. It's a cycle. Mm-hmm. Right. The more that you're putting it out there, the more that it's being received. Like, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It's um, I have noticed that, that when I get in that and I start thinking that in my brain, that's kind of what the world gives back to me. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, and then I receive it and I'm like, Oh yes, that's exactly what I needed. How did that happen? You know? Yeah. Yeah. But it happened because I, I mean, I think it happened because I was open to it, receptive to it and hoping for it and positive mm-hmm. about it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. You just have, I think with gratitude, you just have to have a, a positive as positive. Listen, it's not going to be rainbows and unicorns all the time. <laughs> like, you know, you're not gonna let's, we can't sit here and be like, we want to be grateful. Yes. And, and we want to be thankful for everything, but realistically, there's just going to be some moments where negative thoughts are going to creep in. We just have to redirect them. We have to be aware of it. We have to redirect them and understand, you know, things happen for a reason. We have the power to decide how that affects us. Mm-hmm. And so you know, especially things in our life that we might not necessarily feel grateful for flipping that switch. And, and that goes back to one of our last episodes of like growth mindset, even Mm -hmm. where all the bad, you might feel like it's like when it rains, it pours, you know, what, what could I possibly be grateful for at a time like this? And that's where you need to really, you need to dig deep you need to, you need to go from the inside out and say, I have my health. I have a roof over my head. I have food to eat. Like if you need to get down to the, the bare minimum sometimes to, to think about being grateful, like that's what you have to do to get yourself out of a negative mindset. Um, so, you know, even though sometimes we might have things that we're not necessarily keen to doing or, happy about, or that we might not like feel great. I'm grateful this happened, you know, um, we just have to look at the positive of it and, and understand that in the end, um, there's just there, it's a small little blip in the matrix (laughs) and there is just so much more to be grateful for that it it overpowers that small thing and I think there's something to be said too for um seeing how our kids are watching us 
and how mm. our kids are watching, how we're reacting to things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do notice that my kids, you know, absorb from me and absorb. Oh, from yeah. Me. And they watch and they copy and they're, they're little, you know, um, sponges, sponges, little, yeah, exactly. And they're, they're watching everything that we're doing and copying everything. And, you know, so important, um, to kind of filter what we're giving them. But, um, yeah, that's, I, I guess that's our recap actually for gratitude. Um, you know, gratitude is just appreciating and recognizing the value of those things around us and practicing, appreciation for them on a regular basis. And we, mm-hmm. we are going to try, um, a 30 second gratitude, um, journaling practice. Um, do you want to start that with me this week? Try that out. Yeah, let's do it. Accountability crew. You'll be my accountability. Oh partner. yeah. Get I need to book. find my book. I'm telling you, if I find that book, I will send it to you. Okay. I will share it with our, our listeners in okay. some way, shape or form. <laughs> Once our we, one listener, our one Thank listener, you for listening listener. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Once we, we figure out like all of our logistical stuff in this new podcast, uh, path that we're in, um, all the things that we talk about, we're hoping that there will be like a, a resource, mm-hmm. um, that you can access everything, but I, I know I will be texting you. Um, and I will put my gratitude stuff in that book because I need to finish it. I'm about halfway through. Okay. We'll work on, you know, starting that 30 second. I'm going to do bullet points because I think that to me sounds doable to just do 30 seconds gratitude practice every night. Mm-hmm. Try mm-hmm. That out. And that's also good too, because, uh, my, my husband, uh, so Carlos, he's big on like list making, and, um, he, he used to always tell me all the time, like you need to write stuff down. Cause it clears your mind. It clears your mind. And when it comes to gratitude, I feel like that writing down something, even taking a couple seconds to write something down, you can allow other, you can be more intentional and allow other things to come in. You know, like it's kind of like clearing space in your mind. Like I'm grateful for this. Let me find something else or let me search from, from within, you know, what else I can be grateful for. And I think over time you can find an endless amount of things that are just kind of sitting in the back of your brain that you didn't even think of, you know? I think that's so true. And just mm-hmm. being aware of all those things and, and yeah. bringing them up to yourself and reminding yourself regularly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited to get started. I'm excited. Thank you for joining us today for this episode. We cannot wait to hang out with you again next week and catch up with you on all the things.